When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if I do say so myself. I've noticed that and I think our listeners have noticed too because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Hey, happy Thanksgiving Eve, everyone. Or happy Thanksgiving, wherever you are. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. To all those who celebrate. Stuffing your faces. Hope you're keeping boundaries intact with your family. And, you know, if you're doing a Friendsgiving, I hope people showed up this year. And I mean, showing up with good stuff, not skimping the feast. I'm worried that my feast won't be the feast that I need, but I've already made contingency plans for like a solo dining journey over the weekend if I need to do a Thanksgiving feast like on my own. Cute. Where what are your what are your main plans? I'm gonna go to my friend's house 
and just have like a low key, like three of us just gathering or ordering food. Yeah. That's gather. I know, but my two friends are very thin that I'm hanging out with. So I'm just worried that they're not going to be down to clown in the binge eating ways that I like to conduct myself on the holidays. Thin gays or thin female identifying people? Thin straights. Love. One guy, well, one girl. Well, yeah, it's always good to have a backup when you're like, I'm I'm always like, I will order bread. And yeah. Those I'm it's with like base level. But those I'm with sometimes do not, they all they try to say no. Oh yeah, no. Like if I'm out to eat now, like if I go to a restaurant, I need a bread basket ASAP. Bread basket and olive oil ASAP. Mm-hmm. Bread basket and butter, honestly. Mm. I would next week in Philadelphia, in the Philadelphia greater in the greater Philadelphia area, I plan to go to this place, this diner called Ponzio's that has bread loaf, like small um rolls with cream like cheesecake filling in them wow incredible are they a sweet treat it's like savory sweet together interesting sounds like a slam dunk home run combo it is is. i love it well that'll be fun yeah i mean i'm kind of like whatever like i don't really i think as an adult i don't care about thanksgiving or christmas so I'm happy to do whatever. I just care about like a food journey attached to either one. But as a self-sufficient woman and as an independent girl boss, I can satisfy my own food needs. So it really is NBD to me. Yeah. I mean, I still like the holidays. Yeah. But Thanksgiving's just chill and it'll be fun to like pal around with the babies here mm-hmm. see them just interact and be curious about what the hell's going on yeah children like i love being around children at a holiday that's like yeah. the most fun thing to do as an adult i think at the holiday season is just like watch babies and toddlers keeps the spirit alive last night we went to a t- christmas tree lighting at this like outdoor mall and they had this like these dancers from a local high school performed and they were just it was very like sparkle motion and donnie darko and my niece was just like into it she was like kicking her little legs she knows how to get down she She knows a party when she sees it she does it was just i just love like local stuff like local you know local local celebs and like local performances like it's just it tickles my tickles my soul there have been some i've been spending so much time at the grove lately it's actually insane but there have been like local vibes at the grove like just like a singer will be there just like lounge singing or whatever in the plaza and i'm just i'm obsessed with that people gather around it was a very grove-esque place last night yeah, I can imagine. I mean, yeah. the Grove's Christmas tree lighting ceremony happened last Friday. And I was wondering what all the like explosions were. And they literally did a fireworks show that was like inauguration level fireworks. Oh, my God. It lasted for 
30 minutes. I went outside and just like watched from the corner. And then I saw these people in the building next to me that had all gathered on the roof of their building. I was so jealous because I was like, I want that view. That is insane. That tree is a actual skyscraper. Yeah, that tree went up on Halloween. That tree is like in the skyline of LA. <laughs> like it's, it's like at least 150 feet. That tree has secrets. Like it's like so- Denver airport level, like a hub for hiding away nefarious activities. It's a portal to like another world. I would yeah, say I- like Godzilla versus Kong style. You could probably portal through that tree into mm-hmm. that upside down Kong world. Hollow Earth. <laughs> or I, 10,000 BC, if you were so inclined. If you're a La Brea head. Yeah. Um, my friend, a friend of mine, her, her kid was at like kids. They do like a kid cella there in the summer or something. At the Grove? They have like little like concerts for kids sometimes. Mm-hmm. And she said that <laughs> her kid was there and there someone, the parent that took the kids recorded a video of them like dancing to the band playing and they were singing songs about Caruso who owns the Grove. They were like singing songs like praising him. The band. (laughs) I was a owner of some of the most powerful outdoor malls, powerful and beautiful outdoor malls in Southern California. You better believe I would be having bands make up songs about me and singing them for children to spread the word. Yeah, it was very like Kim Jong vibes. Yeah, that's like, mm-hmm. you should be, I would expect nothing less than like dictator level entertainment Capital- from my fucking king of malls. Mm-hmm. King of malls. King of outdoor shopping experiences. I would not classify it as a mall. King of Olivia Jade being breaking getting the news broken to her about her mom while on a yacht, AKA your yacht. Yes. Love that. Love that. That was just a perfect. Unbothered. Unbothered. In my lane, flourishing on my yacht. Meanwhile, Mm -hmm. at Coachella at the Grove. They're singing songs. People are singing about me. Yeah. Praising me and my, (laughs) my status. Truly no issue. No, I'm not. I'm not saying there's an issue. The Grove also is better than the Americana and I'll stand by that a hundred percent. I went to the Americana recently and was not impressed. I was in the Americana last year at one point and they had, I feel like they had COVID testing and an outdoor, they had COVID testing and the dining food court in a parking garage at the Americana or something. And I, it freaked me out. Hmm. They had a food court set up in the parking garage you don't believe me i don't know because their their restaurants have outdoor dining but maybe it was like lesser known maybe it was like sprinkles went into the garage or something yeah are you in a testy mood today i'm in a testy mood i saw you know why i'm feeling it through the screen and it's making me uncomfortable well it has nothing to do with you no i know but i'm feeling it I think it's because I saw House of Gucci last night and it was so fucking bad and I knew that it was going to be bad. And it was also so long. It's two hours and 37 minutes. No, I 
that's that's a long. chunk of time that when I am on my deathbed, I will wish that I had back. Unless you have, unless you're Dune, you can't get away with that runtime. No, you have to be, you have to be a truly like great movie. Mm, yeah. Every minute has to be great in order to pull off a two hour and 37 minute runtime. Damn. And Gaga wasn't good. No, she was amazing, but like no one else gave her anything to work with. So like eventually she too became kind of bad. And then by the end, people were just like laughing. Like, oh no, it played like a comedy. And I don't think it was meant to be a comedic movie. Wait, really fast. It's see, here's proof. That's a Glendale Galleria. Uh... I knew, I knew. I know my malls well, and I know the inner workings of my malls. You got it. It's next door. It's easy to get confused. Do you think Gaga could win an Oscar for this? No. I don't think, I think this movie is going to make a lot of money, and then everyone's just going to pretend that it wasn't a huge fat piece of shit. But those who saw will know. I'm seeing it, I think, tomorrow, or, or not tomorrow, the next day. Well, I would say get stoned as hell or, I don't know, sedate yourself somehow, but that's not an option. So just go in with an open mind and be ready to check your watch every 30 minutes because truly at the 40 minute mark, I checked my watch and I was like, oh my God, like we've got to be at least like an hour, a little over an hour through this movie and then checked hadn't even hit 40 minutes yet and i was like oh my god like there's still two hours of this movie left damn you know as long as my girl is bringing everything she has to the table that's all i give a shit about and i know that she will bring a hundred percent like she always does she's bringing it there's one point in the movie where she's straight up just dressed up as remember when she did that like alter ego joe malone male joe yeah joe blow there's a scene where she's dressed like him. Oh no! And Sierra was with me, friend of the pod, Sierra Pavia, and she was like, "That she looks like Joe," and, I, <laughs> and pulled it up on her phone, and it looked exactly like Joe. I love Sierra pulling it up in the theater. Yeah, people were like texting in front of us. There were some girls with like shopping bags behind us, just rustling them all around. God they left like a bunch of people left like at the two hour mark. They just had enough. Well, I was hearing a lot of Spencer walkouts, which I was very conf- like to hear that I was t- is very confusing to me. I understand why people would do that, but it's truly a litmus test for if you're a genius or if you're just a plebe and like plebes will walk out of that movie. Like it's not for everyone. And I respect like their decision to identify themselves as a, as, as a like, stupid person as a stupid person like an untouchable well okay to be fully honest like i i was like blown away by stars born we know this the readers the listeners they don't have to like i'm not it's not breaking news to them but mm-hmm. there were a few moments where i had to grit my teeth and cringe through her acting a few moments yeah she blew me away for probably 95% of the movie. And there were a few moments where I had to be like, okay, this is, you know, 
she's an act she's acting really loud you know what i mean i was like okay yeah that everyone talks about where she's in the bathtub and he's like they're fighting when she's in the bathtub had to walk had to wash that through my fingers there are definitely cringe scenes in this but she is also making good character she's making choices and i just appreciate her as an actor making choices and making things interesting but truly like adam driver is like a slab of turkey breast that they stuck a stick in and then just went like beep 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 on screen he brings absolutely nothing to the role i wonder why her trying to act versus him he just looks like the guy really like if you look at pictures or whatever he looks almost exactly like him but like his accent the accent work in this movie is truly like astoundingly bad they shouldn't have had them do accents yeah but also it's like they should have just not made this movie at all because or just like let italians make this movie that literally could not be a more like italian heritage story and the whole time you're just like why are these americans like pretending to be italian and then they would say italian phrases that i just know from duolingo and i was like they're not even saying these phrases correctly like at you if you tried to say it that way on duo duo would say absolutely not yeah i mean an example of a show doing it well where they don't have accents is chernobyl but that, i guess the show They all had British accents in Chernobyl. Right, but it, like... But that made more sense. I didn't question that. No, because it was so good. You don't question it. But if it's not good, you will question the accents. And an Italian accent, like... I think a British accent is almost easier to do across the board because Mm. there's less ways of, like, interpreting, like, putting your spin on a British accent. But there are... Gaga Lots sounds like ways to put a spin on an Italian accent. Gaga sounds like Natasha from Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah, it veers. Some of them veer into like Russian territory, which um, I love. <laughs> Jeremy Irons, he veers just into his own British accent territory, then veers back. Adam Driver veers into his American accent, then veers back. Gaga becomes Russian. Jared Leto is in a completely different movie than everyone else he thinks he's the star of this movie which is like a rollicking comedy with him as the main character he's doing like mime humor he's doing the he's literally riding high off of his turn as like the joker and taking joker energy into this Ridley Scott pick. It's also inexplicably foggy the entire time in the movie. Like every outdoor shot is foggy. Even inside, it's like foggy and dusty. I was like, why is everything so foggy? Yeah, did you film it in like Transylvania? Like what the fuck? Like they constantly have a fog machine going on set. Pacino is good. Yeah, he's fine. But he's like got it dialed down to like... He's Even he goes into like Pacino speak, but then we'll veer back. Damn. And it's just everyone is like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> Hello, this is a Gucci. <laughs> this Did is your legacy. It? And also they have like, I didn't know that they were, I didn't, I guess I didn't realize that this 
took place in 1995 or like whenever this guy was like assassinated or whatever. 1990. 1990. Yeah. Five. But then they had a woman playing Anna Wintour that literally is unwell. Like you're going to cry because she looks like Kristen Wiig playing Liza Minnelli. She's like nude. Her physicality is like noodly. And I was like, you got to be joking. And then they have some guy playing Andre Leon Talley in one scene sitting behind her. And he just goes, oh my. And you're like, wait, is that supposed to be ALT? Then they have some very scraggly man playing Tom Ford. Which I was like, would love to be friends with Tom Ford. Hit him on the text and be like, yo, have you seen this? Like, slash, what are your feelings? Slash, I'm so sorry that they did you like this. Tom Ford is so hot. He's so hot. He did not deserve to be portrayed in this manner. He's portrayed positively, but it's just like, I'm sorry. You've got to, the whole thing about that kind of biopic is like, you have to cast someone that's hotter than Tom Ford to play Tom Ford. Not someone that's less hot. Every review I've read is praises Gaga, but says the whole movie is like crazy. It's like watchable garbage. Like you're never not like, I can't watch this, but But you're also just like, what is this? There's like 12 minute scenes that true. And it's like, they didn't get, they said nothing. The whole thing, it says nothing about anything. You don't come away having like a deeper sense of like what Gucci means or what like the legacy means or you're not even sad. You feel nothing for anyone. Salma Hayek is randomly in it and as like a psychic, but like you don't even get you don't even get like the seedy. They don't get into like the seediness of like this woman who was so high up like in Gucci, like you don't get any sort of like deeper look into the emotional landscape of any of the characters and then like there's this real high low mix that's happening where like i guess like this woman patrizia reggiani hired a hitman to kill her ex-husband and like wouldn't you love to live in that world for like 30 or 45 minutes of her trying to like arrange this or her going to getting to the low point of like doing this. And it's like, so CD, they literally devote maybe two minutes to that. Mm. And that it's just so it's like, who, who, why, how? Can you just tell me like, just so I have something to hope. Can you just tell me that Gaga was good? Yeah, she's good. There's also a scene where she just gets railed and it was my favorite scene. By Adam Driver? Yeah. That made the movie like, that's like I reflect on House of Gucci and just like her getting like raw dogged by Driver. Adam Kyle At a construction site. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm in. Yeah. All right. And she's just, she's great, but like, it's just a piece of, it's a piece of trash that everyone should see, but it might stick with you and put you in a bad mood to where you're alienating your podcast co-host the next day. Oh, so you're just not beware. Alien- you're not alienating me. Wow. I mean, I want Adam Driver to raw me in a log lumber yard. Mm-hmm. So what are you looking at? I'm looking up. I wanted to see a review. <laughs> just New York Times or New York Post. Lady Gaga's new movie is abysmal. 
Like it's, I need someone to like savage it. I would also love like, can Ridley Scott just like retire? No. Imagine making Alien and then later in life making House of Gucci. I will say watch All the Money in the World. Yeah, I need to watch that. That's actually, I'll watch that this weekend because I've been wanting to. You're, you've talked about that a lot and then someone else recently was like, you've got to see that and it was good. If he's, if any of his like movies about dysfunctional wealthy families should be praised or remembered, it's that movie. Yeah. I feel like no one cared about each other really in this movie. Maybe was it shot? It was shot during COVID, wasn't it? Mm, it was. So maybe like people couldn't hang I just love Gaga's press junket. Just <laughs> she is popping her pussy to get the word of this movie out there. But I love her saying she was in character for 18 months. I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, you can kind of feel shows that were shot during COVID. You can feel like La Brea, which I'm still watching. <laughs> how, I mean, is La Brea, how is your La Brea journey? I mean, it's an insane show. They're the still wild. in 10,000 BC. Oh, oh yeah. Some people have come <laughs> down, come down through the wormhole. More people are coming in. Mm-hmm, but wow, are they repel? Do they repel in, or do they just kind of jump in through via plane? Oh wow, it's like an heli- even bigger helicopter. production. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. But I mean, but you can feel like other stuff too like you can i've watched been watching other stuff and you can kind of feel like that hint of covid just like it felt like covid yeah which i told it's like no one's fault like we're in an insane situation but it must be i'd say it's ridley scott i'd say it's the director's fault and the studio's fault i'd say it's both their faults for this movie specifically well you want something that is that does feels like probably how it is at all times even though it's shot during covid is tampa bays how about that i was actually incredible i was actually going to talk about that yeah it doesn't feel like covid at all in tampa but i'm carrie i'm lara and you're listening you're listening to sexy unique podcast the many bays of tampa the many bays of tampa (laughs) Honestly, the best name that, was that so good. we've ever come I just up wanted, with. I just wanted to hear you say it. I, I think about that phrase, the many bays of Tampa, multiple times a day and just smirk to myself. And it brings me so much joy. I hope mm-hmm. that David Chase somehow gets word of the many bays of Tampa. I hope the bays of Tampa get word of this. I think that they very well could. It's a small yeah. world in Tampa. I think it's a pretty niche. It's a, but wait, there's so much more Tampa content being pumped oh, out. Selling Tampa. Sunset. Selling Tampa, which, by the way, happy Selling Sunset season four day. <gasps> That's today. Oh, there is hope after all. There is hope. 
Just um, when you think that your life has been ruined by Ridley Scott selling Sunset premieres on Netflix and it's all okay. And then we get the promise of selling Tampa, which looks amazing. Yeah. Tampa is, I think, becoming like, I think because of tax stuff, it's going to be like a new place. Are there tax credits to like film there? I, I Taxes are just lower in Florida. Love. Do they have state uh, income tax? I don't or state tax? Know. It's like, well, Georgia's like, that's why they film everything in Georgia. I think some states in the South are just like that. They get tax credits, yeah, for Georgia. But there are some states, like Texas has no, do they have no sales tax? Doesn't New Hampshire have no sales tax? Delaware. Kind of get more into like tax laws in other places. Because I'll tell you where the state is that will just bend you over and dry fuck you with taxes. It's California. Los Angeles. But these girls aren't thinking about taxes right now. No. Our taxes ladies, are the last thing on their mind. We come up on the aftermath of the Y2K party. There's like alien floats in the pool. Tinsel. You know, things are still... You can just feel the hangover. And Mac goes over to Murph, a.k.a. Brianna, and Haley's house to fill them in on all the shit that went down in the Uber. Yeah, Mac is back. Surprise to no, no one. one because she literally lives in a hedge outside of their house <laughs> waiting, waiting for them to hear like the sounds of them like waking up in the morning and then waiting shows to- up like organically. Mm-hmm. She's like that video of that woman <laughs> who crawled out of the crawl space to like eat food. <laughs> Have you ever seen that video? No. Oh my god. Some like guy, his food kept going missing. So he put a nest camera in his kitchen, like a night vision camera, and you see him get up to get water and then he goes to bed. And then a little longer later, you see a hand come down from the crawl space over his kitchen, and it's a woman who's been living in his apartment without him knowing, and she steals his food at night. Oh my god. It's parasite vibes. Yeah. Um <laughs> damn. Mac is like just so excited to tell them and like continue to say in their favor. Yeah, she's reporting live, even though like we know exactly what happened because Shiva recorded everything like a boss, but they're recapping like what went down before Summer and Marissa decided to leave the party. And Haley goes, they were chugging from a Rumplemints bottle and then they flipped out. And mm-hmm. a place of Rumplemints is so wild to me and i guess they are like in their 20s after all but jesus christ i think only a few of them are are in their 20s i think most of them are our age how old are these women i think i think they're i think i'd say about two-thirds of them are over 30 30s no but i think they're like early to mid 30s except i thought they were like 23 to 25 i mean i don't know they look they all look the same level of sun damaged, but mm-hmm. would love, yeah, the, again, would love any sort of ages on anyone's Chiron. Like, please, Olivia is the only one who's been upfront about her age. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. 
A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. But just like a chugging of rumplement. Have you did you ever drink rumplements? No. It was, was such it like a schnapps. Thing. It's like a yeah, it's like a mint. Oh. Like a peppermint. No. I had like Bacardi vodka Raz, or something. Which made me want to throw up all the time. Oh my god. I like 
did a double shot of rum once that put me literally head on a toilet seat for hours, like not throwing up, just like sad and could never even sniff rum again because it was so traumatic. Ugh. And they cut Murph, to Murph goes this- when we were realizing what was transpiring outside was that all the ladies were going to a bar and I was really pissed about that. Yeah, and it cuts to like the night before where Murph tries to imply that Marissa is like dr- gonna drunk drive. She's like, please don't drive with a drink in your system. Don't make that mistake. And I love Summer leaning over, like leaning over the driver's seat going, she didn't fucking drink, back off. <laughs> Queen shit. Yeah. I'm now a Summer and Marissa super fan and a Murph and Haley hater. Sorry, guys. Yeah, they suck. They suck. Haley's hot, but mm, they're just like they're they're just like basic kind of holier than thou for literally no reason. Because they have a house. Well, okay, but like But like right? that doesn't make you great. The uh, Mac is not okay with she's like I don't like being recorded. Because she thinks Shiva only made it. Shiva has been passing around the recording, obviously. Like, who wouldn't? Yeah, and... she sent the clip to Jordan. Mm-hmm. And I wrote, who's Jordan again? <laughs> but she's the girl with, like, the long D girlfriend. The who one who's like, not I... exist. The one who's like, I'm so weird. Yeah. And you're like, okay. Shiva, she... Mac feels like Shiva only recorded her end of the argument. So, like. She's not okay with, she's very upset with how it's all been like portrayed. Yeah. Cause I guess Mac thinks she's being portrayed as like the antagonist. Yeah. But really it was just two drunk girls screaming at each other. The rest of the uh, team, Marissa and Summer and that other couple that like is very beige looking, they meet up at Tuscan sun, which made me scream. <laughs> I was just not this. Tuscan Sun, which looks also just like white lie on the inside. You, to be very honest, you could not pay me money to go to Tuscan Sun for brunch. I feel like all these places look the same. It's like they are. They are literally the same. Tampa looks like it's a man-made like pond surrounded by like corporate parks. Tampa is like just one long strip of like shitty WeHo Santa Monica, but a whole city of that. Mm-hmm. and that like, same energy and the energy of like a corporate park yeah no hate to tampa mm, a little hate <laughs> a little tampa hate um we're gonna be like respect but also no thank you but we will do a tour there what's the best restaurant in tampa i'm googling that now tuscan sun probably no don't say that italy is shook Italy is suing Tampa. World War Three is starting because of Tuscan Sun. Mm-hmm. Tampa Magazine. The Tuscan Sun. Oh. What does it say? What does it say? I got on TripAdvisor. Huge mistake. Okay, according to local foodies. Oh no, we'll do Time Out Magazine because I feel like that's like. Ulele. <laughs> It's a Tampa, it's an award-winning restaurant along the Tampa Riverwalk, known for its Native American and Florida fusion. Mm. I don't know if I would like those things fused. <coughs> Alligator hush puppies. 
Oh my god, I love alligator. That actually, yeah, it's like not bad. Sorry, sorry to all, but I'm very into alligator fried alligator at like a gator stop. Yeah. The deviled pig. It's like a barbecue restaurant. Ooh, the Columbia restaurant. It's Florida's oldest restaurant. The deviled pig. The deviled pig. Roman fig, which kind of looks like a survive. Globally inspired dishes. Spinner's rooftop grill. Oh, it's St. Pete Beach. Um, I gotta be honest with you. Gotta be quite honest with you. It looks amazing. I'm not loving a lot of these restaurants. I want like Giggle an Water ad. Social Club and Screening Room. I want like an ad in like an American Airlines magazine where they like do those like Tampa rethought and it's like some chef that moved from New York to like turn Tampa into like a new food scene. Mm -hmm. And they have this amazing like three page article about it. And I just love being like, wow, this is great. I know. I love, don't you love when like little random cities get like profiled? Yeah, the foodie trip. Should we make Tampa like the new Austin? Yeah, let's, guys, let's put, I'm hoping all these shows will put Tampa on more of a, like a chic trajectory. Okay. Mm. Ulele restaurant looks good. I'll say it. I'm rooting for Tampa. Who can tell us the best Tampa restaurants? I know there are Tampa Bays out there because a lot of people responded on Patreon and what do they say? Do they know these girls? No. <laughs> they don't know them and then someone was like uh mel saying that she's the only lgbtq artist in tampa is like an outright lie she was like my friend owns an art gallery and neither of us have heard of her okay we'll get to that we'll get to um, it we'll get to it but like let's let's go to ulele okay when we go to tour in tampa so Haley apparently sent marissa Haley on murph's behalf sent Marissa, a novel-sized text about summer. Basically being like, take care of your bitch. And she sent her, like, novel-sized, like, you know, those huge messages. Oh, wait. I think Haley texted texted Marissa, like, she was like, go off and run like you always do. And then Marissa texted Brianna, the novel Uh, size, and said, you better take care of your bitch before I tell... Uh, Everyone, her but... why summer doesn't fuck with you mm, okay so I was Brianna been, has like a clearing up that that like lesbian so much lesbian texting <laughs> my favorite was run like you always do fake as fuck <laughs> <laughs> I love texting uh-huh. another lesbian couple uh-huh take care of your bitch take care of you your better bitch. get your bitch under control and then that was like a that was like a bomb going off when she said, or I'll tell her why we don't fuck with you. So like Brianna has some sort of shady past or like something went down. And I hope it. that I hope that we get to know exactly what it was. No, we hear it right now. What? It's just because Brianna hits on summer all the time. Brianna's like a dog. She like she like plays grab ass with the girl with like multiple women grabs ass she grabs summer's ass 
she like goes around and is just kind of like, <laughs> like slaps girls assholes all the time and they feel like her and Brietta have more of a business relationship than an actual relationship and that Haley one time was crying because she th- was like people think that we're in an open relationship but we're not yeah because Brianna is just out there She's out there like dogging lesbians left and right. She's doing a deep, she's taking her side part out on the town and just like she's a she's a scissoring. Yeah, she's like playboy. But I think that there is like more of a there's Mm. something that happened with that friend of like Marissa and Summers. Like whichever one of them knew her in high school. Remember, there was like a friend and something bad happened. And I think that's why that I want to know what happened. You're kind of rocking side part energy right now. Well, I had to channel. I went I went full, but I have a lot more volume than No, I know. They have like kind of thin hair. Um Brianna's hair. Brianna I don't like Murph. Me neither. I think she's I'm not rude into her. And I think mean. she's rude and obnoxious and I think Haley's I think Haley nicer. should get out of that relationship. I think Haley's nicer than her and Brianna's like something's up with her yeah she just seems like a very like, cold person she's like me tooing people is that like what's happening here i think she's just like overly flirty mm. she's just like a giving like old man at the function energy where it's like you know country there are club. just certain men that are gonna be like hey baby and like country club energy yeah it's country old country club old balls energy old we're scrotum. kind of just like okay like old Gregory's old gonna like they're gonna, old Murph is gonna like <laughs> grab your waist a little bit and be like you're looking good lately sweetie but like really is harmless at the end of the day but you're just kind of like Ugh, we just have to put up with it until he dies <laughs> but Murph is like old Murph has passed the torch to young side part lesbian Murph and now she's like <laughs> she's been possessed by she's been like she's possessed by the spirit of an old country club man he was like I'm gonna I'm gonna live I'm gonna live in a this, the body of a lesbian so I can play grab ass with women and not get like as in trouble as a man would or something yeah so sick. he like consulted with a psychic he died like right around like me too 2017 on his deathbed and they had like a medium come in he was like what can i do to make sure my spirit lives on and she's (laughs) like well you shouldn't be a man in your next life and he's like put me in the body of a lesbian and then (laughs) that's when brianna decided to be called murph (laughs) like one day she woke up and she was like i feel like one day she went from totally like femme and chill energy and like a sweetie pie that she woke up and was like I am Murph. I'm Murph now <laughs> and Haley was like babe or, hey Brianna like love you babe and she's like who's Brianna I'm Murph there is and no Haley Brianna, just had to Murph. live with Murph for years speaking of Mel's art studio <laughs> Olivia arrives Olivia depresses me yeah Olivia arrives sad. wait also one thing no one's ever seen Haley and Murph kiss. Oh yeah, that's weird. I feel weird. like Murph could be like low-key, like self-loathing gay vibes. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, but 
Yeah, maybe. And she presents as like really gay. Like No, but I don't know, maybe the whole like, package. I'm like, you are a lesbian. No, I no, she's totally that, but obviously, but I maybe she has like some hang ups about like PDA. Mm-hmm. And it and, and it, the marriage thing is also weird. Maybe it translates to her being like, hey, hey. Cause she like can't have like healthy affection towards people. I don't know. Um I feel like we'll learn more. As- we'll learn more. Olivia arrives at Mel's studio with Dunkin' Donuts. Just and sweet. White and, and White Claw. And White Claw. That combo at like the fresh hour of 10 a.m. She goes, do you want coffee or do you want alcohol? <laughs> and Mel's, Mel's busy like, doing her art in quotes. Sorry. Someone it's- please stop Mel. Her art is <laughs> an assault. <laughs> so truly... Gray. No one asked for this art. It's like silver, Why? purple, and white. Can't think of any. Can't think of. A, it's like very like Georgia O'Keeffe nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like bad Georgia O'Keeffe. Mel is very what quote Wow, I'm crazy artist. She's kind of like there's no one else like me in Tampa. Yeah, she's very like just like bohemian artist. Like, kind of lives in a garage a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, like, when Olivia's like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm working on my paintings for my art show. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this sounds like a person that has never identified as an artist. But now that the show is filming, they're, like, suddenly an artist with an art show. Yeah, she, like, started painting during COVID. Yeah. I'm painting for my painting show she's like i have to do a lot of paintings for my uh art show coming up and olivia Olivia is super hungover she went out on a monday night so i like getting a little wild a little crazy but i'm trying to tone it down he's kind of rock of love style she all these girls aesthetic is like extremely rock of love which I am realizing, like, why my soul was, like, so called to these women. Yeah. Like, they well, they struck a nerve, and it was my rock of love nerve. Well, the way she says it, she, she asks it like a question. She goes, well, you know how I'm kind of crazy, kind of wild? <laughs> <laughs> she's a burgeoning alcoholic. I would say she's just full-fledged alcoholic at this point. So- Mel discloses that the two of them are like really came together as best friends over the last like few years. Mel and her both got out of really serious relationships. I think Olivia had been in a relationship since she was like 16. Wow. So she's like fully in like gay adolescence where you're just like getting blackout drunk as much as you can and going to terrible gay bars every night of the week. Yeah. And Mel has turned to art. Mel has turned to like sad paintings and being kind of an enabler to Olivia, but also like giving her like compassionate distance till she hits her rock bottom. I feel like she's handled the Olivia situation pretty well. No, I think it's like, it's good, like detachment, loving detachment, being like, I can't tell you what to do. Like when you are ready to get help, like you will come thing Mm -hmm. 
I'm trying to figure out what Mel's piercing situation is with like her various nose and lip rings. Oh, it's like, bad. Are they all one piece? Is it like three different pieces? Mm. She just is confounding to me. Her studio really darked me out. Her living situation felt extreme Tampa vibes, but the kind of Tampa I would like to stay away from. It was um, not selling Tampa. Let's mm-hmm. just put it that way. But also, her, I'm sorry, she, like, no, I've not seen any houses in Tampa that I'm like gagging over. There are some beautiful, there's some beautiful, I mean, Tampa's beautiful. Like, I've been there. It's like, there is, oh, I'm there sure. Are, there are beautiful parts. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, when they were skateboarding later in the episode, I was like, oh, this is pretty. But, like, the houses that I'm seeing on the mm. show. Oh, of the ladies. Yeah, I'm not, oh, like, no. seeing any houses that I'm, like, no. wanting to live in. Brianna and Haley act like their home is, like, I don't even know. The Windsor Palace of, like, Tampa, of the Tampa queer community. I have to say that they're Olivia like Christmas and- at Sandringham. Yeah. <laughs> Olivia and Mel give me very like Larry Clark's bully vibes. Olivia's so Larry Clark. Skateboarder Damn. girl. And just like pointy in that Larry Clark way. Skinny, skinny, skinny. Skinny, skinny, skinny. Big time drinker. Pointy. Pointy. Um, so Summer and Marissa, their house is being renovated. So right now they're living with Marissa's Greek parents. And love them. I'm obsessed with them. Her mom is named Renee and she's an iconic realtor. And I love that she's also wearing a name tag throughout most of this episode. I thought for a second I was like, oh, she's a flight attendant. Yeah, and I love she's how just she doing all- biz. She makes all her calls on her Apple Watch, which I love. Like a fucking boss. Her dad is seems to be some kind of real estate guy like he also built just like he's eating. a developer he's eating lamb it was really happy for greek representation on the show but also really miss like greek food chicago i dated a greek guy in college and would always go like to his family's house in michigan and they were greek and they made all like the most delicious food yeah, it seems like a really incredible culinary scene. Like yeah, a big, we big to family go food. The Taverna Tony's in Malibu. Let's do it. I love Greek okay. food. Yeah, we'll go to Taverna Tony's and we'll feast. I love her parents, her supportive Greek parents, supporting their lesbian daughter and her partner. Yeah, Summer and Marissa are, they just bought their dream house, but they've been having to renovate it and it's been a real money suck for them and marissa really wants to propose to summer but she just has to wait until she can afford a ring and she wants to get in that house and set up shop before she pops a question to her beloved her dad eating lamb i felt very like seen Mm -hmm. eating lamb being like hey hello Uh (laughs) I also love just any scene that opens with like a lesbian driving a U-Haul into a driveway. <laughs> it's like that had Beyond. to have been an intentional shot. Totally. 
Um, Olivia, Shiva, and Mel go to the park to skateboard, and they're all like boozing. This scene really, I had to watch through my fingers because I was. <laughs> I was cringe. I was cringe. They, I feel like, spent 15 minutes total at this park, like skateboarding, which none of them actually really can do, but they just like lolled around on skateboards. And then Shiva spotted a gaggle of like straight women sitting on a blanket. And... It kind of it. <laughs> it kind of gives credence to the stereotype that gay people are always like hitting on straight people. I was like, oh it's my not god! Not doing anything for like negative associations with gay people. Shiva has zero game. Shiva it... sees these girls and she goes, "It's twenty twenty one. It's Tampa. There's a good chance that one of them's a lesbian." And they go, like... "So you, you guys like girls?" And they all go, "No, we're straight." You know, every, they all look like they're on the Bachelorette, and the they ba- all their fear is palpable. They're like, we're literally just trying to eat our shitty takeaway salads from like Air One, mm-hmm. and you're sitting on our blanket. Air <laughs> One is like they wish that there was Air One. Yeah, Whole Foods by this park. They're just like sitting there, and then she is like, "Oh, you're not even like curious or anything," and they're hey. like, "No." Shiva has Rosie from Real Housewives of New Jersey energy. Yeah, she's big Rosie energy. And then I love when when anyone sits down for like a few minutes, but then is like, well, we should we should probably head out now. Like, yeah, saying we should probably head out when you actually like you don't need to head out mm-hmm. is like such like- a thing. Like, okay, you you sat You sat here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She was like, you guys want you to put your Instagrams in there? I was like, oh, girl. I want to, like, help her. I want to, like, go with her and be like, okay. I know. I just want to, like, tweak a few things fashion-wise. Because she's pretty. She's stunning. Yeah, she's very beautiful. I love her deep little voice. Her eyebrows she's like are a, awesome. She's fucking killing it, except when it comes to interacting with another human being. She goes into we should probably head out now mode, and I can't take it. Guys, send Carrie and his whole family healing vibes because these men are dropping like flies. My dad and me, my dad and I both fell. Mean me, pup. Mean me, <laughs> mean me, dad. And I think I posted like a photo. Just I thought it was like funny. Just the two of us, like. And and I think I didn't explain that it, like I think people thought we were in an accident, so I had to like take yeah. to my stories and be like we're fine because my sister was like I didn't like that photo, so of course I start spinning out. My I sister. love it when Taryn cracks the whip. Taryn always trolls me. Yeah, they were just like they got they like left and we're like now we have to go drink to like. They literally went to the park and got crazy for 15 minutes and then they just they were like we're so crazy we've got to go and then they had to like go home to deal with how crazy they just were at the park and they're literally not doing it no one has done a single crazy thing on the show aside from just cuppy being cuppy (laughs) she's like legitimately the craziest one of all of them but everyone she identifies as like cuppy and everyone around her identifies as fucking crazy Cuppy, I have to say, is a little. She's giving me a little flop energy right now. 
<laughs> Why? You're not impressed. I'm like I thought we'd get her to, to stick with her story more in episode two. And then they really moved into a place that I did not see it coming where we were going to go in this episode. Yeah, I need, I need less. I need less like sad addiction drama and more cuppy, like just going around whining. <laughs> Why? Well, I, I like, I like both, but uh, more cuppy, less Murph. And Haley. I don't need, I don't, I'm so sick of Murph and Haley. I'll I know. Tell them and I, and I I'll, tell, just, I'll tell Murph that's her face. Yeah, Murph needs, and she needs a fucking attitude check. I'll go up to her and say, you're, you're a flop. And she'll be like, hey, man, that's so cool. Shut the fuck up. Why does she talk like that? I don't know. She talks like Justin a, Bieber. Yeah. She she's talks like, like a, a male pop star. A mask top. Yeah. She's like, she's I'm like nervous for her. She's always like, a, yo. Shut the fuck up. Marissa and Summer. Mary. I'm not going to fucking marry. I don't need to. I don't need to. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm talking to. I'm talking directly oh, yeah, to you like, right now. Oh, I got to prove my relationship's so fucking real. Because, like, oh, I got a certificate. I'm not getting married. Smash got Marissa... to 3.07 a.m. Oh, my God. 3.07 a.m. Paranormal. It's the true witching hours. Also, I was Lit- like, what's going to happen? Is this house going to collapse? I literally was like, oh, my God, this house is going to collapse. Because it was just an establishing shot of Mel- the shack that Mel lives in. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia gets this. Sk- Olivia leaves one of the most harrowing voice messages I've ever heard. I'm actually my eyes are just filled with tears remembering it. Olivia's like, she's like, yo. <laughs> yo, Mel. I need you to come get me, girl. I'm, I'm about to go to jail. I, I think I'm about to go to jail. I need you to come. I need you to come. Yeah, it's. I'm really fucked up. I'm really fucked up. I need you to come now. All right, love you, back. Fucked up. I fucked up. I wrecked my car. I wrecked my car. <laughs> I might go to jail. I might go to jail. I'm going to jail. It was a true, it was like play by play. She was seeing this. <laughs> she was seeing the signs rush by, and it was like one of the signs was like, you might be going to jail. <laughs> and the next sign no. was, oh, you're definitely going You're to going jail. to jail. I might go to jail. I'm going oh, shit, to jail. I'm going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also have to no. say that. <laughs> It reminded me of the real world San Diego. There was a, the one that had Cameron on, who was then went on to Summer Charm. There was a character named Robin, and Robin goes to jail one night. And they get up, she calls the house, and they're like, Robin, is that you? And she goes, Yo, bud. She's like this like white girl with a red bob haircut. Auburn, she goes, Yo, I'm in jail, blood. Come get me. Shit, man. I'm in jail. That's what it's running <laughs> <up>. <laughs> I hate jail vibes. Jail I was vibes. really I was so stressed out by this voicemail as someone that has gone to jail mm-hmm. twice as a Over. minor. Hey. Oh, no. Shit. No. 
I might go to jail. <laughs> I'm going to jail. <laughs> I fucked up. Back my car. Oh, I feel it was bad. sad. It was sad. Then <laughs> Mel calls her the next morning and she's like, Where are you? And Olivia goes, She goes, I got the location on your phone. It looks like you're in Clearwater, so I'll come get you. And Olivia goes, oh, I'm in Clearwater. She doesn't even know where she is. And she goes, Mel goes, well, you're in Clearwater right now. And Olivia goes, oh, shit. I didn't even know where I was. (laughs) Oh, my God. She's like, damn. Like, honey. I'm about to. She's like babbling away in her drunk Southern accent. She's like, I'm about to hop tail out of here. I think I wrecked my Jeep pretty bad. <laughs> so then we cut I'm to Cuppy. <laughs> Cuppy's been waiting for Summer and Marissa <laughs> at, a, at a Greek restaurant. I guess there's a big Greek community in Tampa. Love. Another reason to hit up Tamps. She's waving her fan. She's she waving really her fan annoyed. waiting. They sit down and she goes, oh, wow, you guys are so late. I just drank four drinks. And I was like, oh, my God, Cuppy, that's crazy. And they were like, really? And she goes, no, it was a joke. She's so funny. Cuppy's so funny. <laughs> she is really funny. I'd be not like, for reasons that she thinks she is. <laughs> she's like the comedian of the, like, like classic Cuppy. I drank like, well, I drank like four of these drinks. Like, thanks for I had to drink awake. like four drinks to wait for you. Thanks for making me awake, guys. And then she said... <laughs> she was like I didn't realize where I was and then I like looked around and saw these flags and that she was talking about Greek town but at first I would I truly could not hear what she said and I yes. thought that she said I looked around and saw all these blacks and I was like cuppy what the fuck and oh then it god. was flags and I was just like oh my god oh I thought you were gonna say you saw all these fags <laughs> I wish I feel like Cuppy has free license. All these ladies do to say that. Yeah, slur. of course. Cuppy goes, she goes, you know, so I just realized like since moving back, like I really want to be like more like I want to get to know Tampa Bar and like get reacquainted with it and like be like active and like fun and like out in Tampa. And I was like, okay, <laughs> goals. And then she goes, she goes, so I'm thinking of like doing a tiki boat. You guys going to... Right, for Saturday. You guys in? And they're literally like, no. They're like, no, we're not. We have to work. We have to work. There's a nurse, I guess. Yeah. And they <laughs> go, God, Cuppy, you're crazy. And she goes, I'm a gift and a curse. She's yeah, it's gonna be like kind of fun. Like, I'm gonna invite like Summer and well, I'm gonna invite Murph and Haley and all them and Shiva. And I think Shiva's bringing like a beer bong. I was like, cool. Oh my god. I didn't even know what a tiki boat was and then was It's like a raft. It's a raft with a porta potty on it. Yeah. I... Yeah. I don't know how that was staying afloat. Me neither. It defied physics for me. I just feel does like I could see the captain slowly... just drive it like like a paddle boat. Is she just I could just see the boat bicycling? <laughs> if a wave came it would just fall over i know i don't want to be on a porta potty at sea (laughs) Um, doesn't it smell that porta potty just was getting sloshed around the whole time um i'm a gift and a curse (laughs) i'm a gift and a curse 
She reminds me of Joe Castle Baker. That's how she talks, kind of. Yeah, his like impressions. Mm-hmm. Um, Mel is picking up Olivia and she has like a fluffy pink steering wheel. Artist vibes. It was very like, what is the car that Uma Thurman drives in Kill Bill? Yeah, she drives a tiny little bubbly truck. The pussy no, she, wagon. Like, the pussy wagon. And I feel like it has But like, her truck is like shag. half the length of a regular yeah. truck. It's like a little black truck. Yeah. Which I loved for her. But then that steer, I've never seen such a fuzzy steering wheel. It was like beyond, it was a level of fuzz. Beyond it's like a the three pale. inch thick fuzz. She's an artist. It was true. The, the artist at work, the artist the in artist her off present. hours. <laughs> Olivia, she picks Olivia up and Olivia's like, she's like, oh, do I see you? And Olivia goes, oh yeah, I think I see you. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh my god. And then Olivia gets in the car and Mel is a good friend. She hands her a vape, Reese's cups, and a water bottle. Yeah. I was like, it's a good friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Olivia, they read the charges. Olivia was driving on the wrong side of the highway. And crashed her car on the wrong side of the road. Like she could have she could have easily died or killed. Yeah. It was a, it was really bad. So it's Simon. Hi. Hi. How are you? No, you're not interrupting. We're just talking about Simon watched that episode. Love it. How's where where does Simon stand on the many bays of Tampa? Where do you stand on Mel's art? I don't like it. (laughs) You didn't Mm. like it. (laughs) Damn. The artist. The artist. The (laughs) feedback from another artist. What could she do to make it better? What could she do to make it better? He said sad girl street art. <laughs> it's the having like swoopy floral things like around a sad girl doesn't ever work for me. No. Yeah. It's very mural-y. Mm-hmm. Very Diego Rivera. <laughs> I like Diego. That <laughs> he was an asshole. Cameos by Simon. Um Mel, so Mel's speaking so Olivia's like, she's like, damn, I just, I just really got to get some shit together. Mel's like, I would think that you should maybe not. She's like, I'm going to never drink and drive again. And then Mel's like, I would think maybe you take some time off from drinking in general. And Olivia oh, just Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Olivia goes, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I was like, Olivia, there's a seat at the table whenever you're ready. She calls her dad. This was like truly really sad to me because I was actually having flashbacks of like mm-hmm. being a teenager. Mm-hmm. I was glad that she's so transparent about getting arrested and like what the charges were and DUI and whatnot. But like it brought me back to teen getting in like getting arrested and just getting in lots of trouble and like drunk driving and being like so reckless and irresponsible. And then yeah. like her calling her dad to get on his triple A. And then the triple A lady asks, how old is your daughter? And he doesn't know. And I was like, ooh, been there, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Her dad, Steven, is... So her, we find out Olivia's mom died when she was 16. And her, she her grandmother died. She said her mom died. and grandma died within one hour of each other? Yeah. But, like, some, how? I don't know, some Debbie Reynolds, Carrie Fisher shit, I guess. But, um, but like, I would love a little more in, though. Her dad, Steven, has since, like, remarried and, like, kind of started a new life. Basically, he seems to have left her behind a little. 
Yeah. She said he put her in an apartment when she was 16 and he moved to Tennessee to get married and like start over. I mean, it sounds like so he must I think have she money. comes from like a rich family. Yeah. Because also that Jeep is expensive that she was driving. Olivia says the most precious item she has from her mom is a Louis Vuitton backpack. So that kind of that made me sad because I was thinking it would be like some kind of like cute keepsake or like a pillow or you know what I mean or something. It's, I don't know, just gave me some, it was a very illuminating insight into her. Yeah, the backpack's in her Jeep, so she hopes it's in there. It's like the only thing she can remember her mom by. Yeah. And that makes sense that she was in a relationship that young for so long because she was like living on her own. Yeah, because she had her own apartment. Yeah, she was like, come on over, ladies. It's crazy to me when like, I know. And that happens a lot. Yeah. I think especially in situations like that where it's like too painful for a parent to like deal. Yeah. You're they kind like, of Oh okay, you're in a rent department now. Yeah, I'm gonna leave you. I'm gonna go do my thing and you do your thing. I'ma do he, my thing. He didn't even ask her thing. he didn't even ask her like why like it seemed like he didn't even care that she had just gotten in, like, a fucking DUI. Yeah, I mean, it's... I think if you're calling to get on AAA, you probably don't have a great relationship with your parent, that parent to begin with, because and I'm speaking from experience of, like, making a AAA phone call to family members. Mm -hmm. You're either just on AAA... Or asking to be on it. Yeah. Some of the gals head to the, to the arcade. Yeah, the arcade is a real lesbian hot spot. Makes sense. I Those like other that. two twin lesbians are also there. Yeah. Who, who are they? Too many we characters. Just settle, just settle on like a three people. Cuppy. Olivia. Summer, Marissa and Olivia. But like I need to I feel like we're gonna get to know these two blonde friends. Yeah. In Tampa, they're apparently according to Jordan, in Tampa there's a culture of who's who. Who's <laughs> who knows who and who's the most successful. I was like, wow. all right. <laughs> Fucking cutthroat. You think that <laughs> you think you your can city's tough. that. Yeah. Um, go to Tampa, no one knows you. Mac and who Shiva really? kind of talk out their issues yeah they squash the drama well she gives like a non-apology yeah but they also settled it only for yeah. it to like come up later with people that had nothing to do with the in, the happening i was hoping that they would settle it by doing like a secret handshake like do 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 do, do. like on the parent trap do 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 yeah or Settle it by playing an air hockey game. <laughs> Meet me on the table. First one of seven wins. <laughs> First one of seven buys a round place, buys a pizza for everyone here. All right. If I was in Tampa, I think my vibe in the lesbian scene would be like very serious. <laughs> I think so too. You gotta be, you gotta come in like just fucking serious i'd like to think i could thrive as a gay in the 
Tampa lesbian, like be friends with all the lesbians in Tampa. Not I think these it, ones, though. But not, I don't think these ones. I'm sure there are like really cool lesbians in Tampa. Oh, yeah. But I think all the cool ones wouldn't agree to be filmed. No. This feels like the B team. It's a definite beat. This was like the round, the third round, third yeah. or fourth round of lesbians that like the network went out to, being like, "So your group of friends." Gone Good. are the days of actual like Laguna Beach. They were the actual cool kids. Yeah. And then since then, it's like. Since then, you have real L word, which is true ca- reality canon, <laughs> but they are also some B teamers. <laughs> Mel, yeah, Olivia gets her bag back from the impound. I made a flashback of her hot mom. Her mom? And then Mel says, I'm one of the only LGBTQ artists in Tampa. Mel finally can get back to painting for her show after she deals with Olivia's car drama. She's like, finally. This this is going to be kind of, maybe seem like left field, but I get the vibe that Olivia is a pathological liar. Olivia? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I just got, you... I got it. I don't know what listening to, I just got the vibe that she like has, she's like, I don't know. I just got the vibe when she was describing her mom. It seemed like she was pulling things, she was making things up and she went along. <laughs> I don't know. I got that. I suddenly, you know, when like you're with someone, you're like, oh, like someone you meet someone new and you're like, I feel like you're lying right now. Yeah. I don't know why I got that vibe from her. I feel like, She's like, my mom was like more my sister than my mom. I was like, I feel like that something really dark happened, which caused her mom's death and she's not talking about it. I feel like it could be like drugs or something like that. And when she's like, my mom was like more my friend. It's like, she's leaving out some like key details. So I guess you're right. That might read as liar. Yeah. I feel like Mel's more of a liar than Olivia. Well, that's, that's a pretty outlandish lie. I'm the one of the only queer artists in the Tampa in all area. of Tampa. Okay, in this huge city. I don't believe you. No, I wrote. Like there's probably a lot of <laughs> lie. <laughs> Cubby's cruise gets its own title card. It's very killing Eve. Kiki cruise. The poor um, potty boat. <laughs> their their captain is a lesbian named Lori. Yeah, love Lori's vibe. She had very Captain Sandy energy, but like more femme. Mm-hmm. She's in a bikini and she's, I guess she's sort of like daddy eye candy for the ladies in some way. Like mature lesbian vibes. Mm-hmm. Is she, was she confirmed les? Maybe not. Maybe she was just gay baby. Yeah. Which they're fine with. There's like a hot tiki boat captain. She goes, woo, they all get <laughs> She says this weird quote about like friendship. Oh, yeah. Cubby's like, waiting here's... as they were waiting for everyone. They She sees like Sheba and the other girls walk up and Cubby goes, why does she look like fucking Gilligan? There she like, goes again. Cubby, you're so mean to Sheba. Also, all of your jokes are a dud. <laughs> She's in a place of Gilligan humor. Oh, yeah. And these people are like, wow, Cuppy says some of the jokes he says, I don't know where she gets it. 
<laughs> Someone said that about her? No, I just feel like that's like people have said that about her. Like she's so They're like she is so fucking funny. She has like a crazy sense of humor. Um, all Haley, Murph, and Brietta arrive. They're menacing to me. Yeah, Murph is truly like I feel like she's killed someone. Yeah. I feel like she's run over someone in that Mustang of hers. And just like didn't even flinch as as like the bumps hit. Wernos energy. Yeah. She is total Wernos vibes. (laughs) Shout out. You know who you are. Yeah, we know. Everyone follow Je suis Eileen. Eileen Wernos on Instagram. I'm not going <laughs> to tell you how to spell it because it's a, it's a special spelling and I actually don't know how it's spelled. But if you manage to find it, it's one of the best meme accounts you'll ever come across. Hashtag Je suis Eileen. <laughs> they see a dolphin, which was nice. And then Cuppy goes, I'm chugging margaritas through a beer bong. I'm shampooing. Love that for me. <laughs> Oh my god, it's that time of year to fire up Je suis Eileen again. <laughs> Do you know there was an Eileen Wernos copycat account? Yeah. But I think got it shut down. <laughs> Xmas with Eileen. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, Kathy's like just going crazy on the porter potty yacht. They're like going out. They're going out to the the inlet. I'm like, don't do it. You're not gonna go any further. They have to like stay in like a man-made reservoir. Truly, if one wave came, it would be a toilet slush outside of the Torta Potty into the bar area. Um, Haley and Brianna demand that Shiva replay them the video in person. That was so weird. They're talking so much shit about Summer and Marissa, and Cuppy is on the other side of the bar just glaring at them. It's unclear what they're even really mad about. It's also like Murph mac 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 and shiva they everything's yeah, fine they're good. so there's no need to like talk about it again i think Murph i is also feeling... want to coach shiva on like how to stand up for herself because i know that she has it in her to do it but i, I sense I that think... she's very scared and she does not need to be scared of murph shiva i think is a genuinely nice person and when Murph starts coming for her at the end, I literally was so mad for Shiva. And I was def- I wanted to, like, protect her. Me too. I was like, fuck you, Brianna. So they they get out to, like, a deep part of the ocean. <laughs> and Marissa, They're now like, at sea. They're now, like, fully at sea on a raft. Like, on a riverboat raft. Um, like, in this raft, I, I would say the raft from... Castaway. Castaway is better quality than this tiki boat with a porta potty on it. Brianna gets very triggered because she was like, "Yo, when are you guys gonna get married?" And Murph is like, like playfully asks, "Yo, you guys gonna tie the knot soon or what?" 
cute. Wrong fucking question. Wrong. Wrong. Haley, Haley's like, yeah, I mean, I, I want to get married someday. Murphy's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, hey, I was like, great basis for a long-term relationship where one of you really cares about getting married and the other one is firmly against it. Like, I see this going well for you both. She's like, yo, I don't need to get married. I don't need to succumb to societal pressure. She's like, yo, my relationship is better than any lesbian's relationship in Tampa or straight people. She goes, we've been together for six years. Like, I don't need a fucking certificate to say like, oh, I'm with this person for like the rest of my life. She goes, I'm built different. I'm built different. I was like, she was like, your hair texture is built different. Yeah. Put a conditioning mask on. (laughs) Zing, zing, zing. And then. Then Murph uh, goes full Murph vibes. And she goes, yo, she's like, I'm talking directly to Shiva right now, even though she's not looking at her. She does. She does scary thing where she will address you without even looking at you. She'll just look straight forward. And she was like, she goes like, don't question me because you're literally Joker vibes. No, she just says you're literally a joke. Which is so mean. Oh, I thought she said you're literally a joker. And she goes, don't question me. You're literally a joke. <laughs> she goes. And she and she was like, I'm you literally will never just. Get, you will never get married because you can't keep a girlfriend for five fucking seconds. And I was like, God, you're just so mean. Also, this girl is like 18 years old. Why are you bullying her? She was like, so, she was like, damn, Murph. I'm just like, <laughs> I just asked a question. And she goes. She goes, and I have to think, why is she asking me these questions? Is she recording me? No. I'm like, you guys, your sense of your celebrity in this town is, like, unreal. Your paranoia? Was she going to leak it to, like, the Tampa lesbian son? Breaking news. (laughs) No one ever recorded either one of you. Murph at sea can't can't confirm whether or not she's getting married to to Haley like that's the <laughs> that's like the, on the gossip Got it. Du, Tampa Dumois <laughs> the lesbian Dumois literally like she don't ask Murph a question in hopes of just making like chill conversation small talk yeah. at the bar I thought that what she said was so unnecessarily cruel to Shiva yeah it was deeply hurtful like that's like her and I'm like you're gonna go zero to 60 based on just like an innocent question like that yeah you're wild for that Brianna Murph Brianna Murph whatever your fucking name is anyway guys pray for me to get over this (laughs) Gucci slump this funk it was a good episode though it was a good episode. I'm excited to watch more. I'm like totally in it with these lesbians. Love them so much. Um, root for them. Root for us next week on our tour. Oh, we can't, cannot wait to be in Philly, Boston, New York. Sold out, sold out, sold out. It's going to be great. going to be great. Come prepared to laugh, to cry, to do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Just don't be a dick. Love it. Love it. Um, follow Laura at Lars Marie. Follow Carrie at Ecario. Um, Happy Thanksgiving. Grateful for all life. of you. Bye. Bye.